Hello my friends, welcome to the We Are TGF podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're keeping safe and well, and don't forget to follow us so you know when we upload next. Hello there, my friends. Welcome back. This is the We Are TGF podcast, and this is episode four. Yes, we're doing really well with this podcast, and it's being received remarkably well as well now of course if you want to be part of this podcast you can do so simply by getting in touch whether that be the form of becoming a future guest or just having one of your questions put across to whatever guest i have got or to us me and my lady pixie then please feel free to do so all you have to do is email wertgf at gmail com now then i am here yet again my name is rob aka gamester and i have got my lovely lady the light of my life the lady pixiness hello and today we've got a very special guest now if you listened to previous episodes of this podcast you will already know who the inspirations for my lady are one of them was Ruffle Waffles. Ruffle Waffles. One of them was me. I, I genuinely still don't know why. Just accept it. But one of them was this beautiful person, Dee Dee. Oh, donut damage. Hello, my friend. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And what high praise as well. Thank you. It genuinely means a lot. So really, really appreciate being here as well. It's high praise, mate, because you deserve it. Simple. Well, that is very kind of you, and thank you very much. It's always nice to know when you're doing a good job, so uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Definition of legendary. No. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole point. Every single time that I come into your streams, DD, you are really friendly. You are always trying to include everybody into the conversation. You're always doing fun little things to engage with your chat. It's really, really good to see. And I genuinely believe you are set for the big time. I yeah, really do believe what? that. And I think Pixie does too. That, that's, that's the inspiration right there. You had it in a nutshell. I had it. Oh, wow. that's why he's your inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you for saying that because that's the whole point that I, I do want to include everyone that comes into the stream. Even if you're lurking, I want to make sure that you, you know, you're comfortable and you're having some fun because that's what it's all about it's all about uh, you know it started off as mainly a gaming thing but it's i love to entertain i love to make people happy and just forget about things you know and so thank you very much for saying that because that's good that it's coming across so that's great it is mate i i can only speak from my personal opinion but for me it's absolute joyful experience to come into your streams and that is why i tend to come into whenever i see you live instead of going and watching netflix for an hour before i go to bed i will come in and i'll chill out in your stream instead so are you saying you donut and chill is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah okay, yeah. okay i donut right. and chill that's a new yeah. thing okay fair <laughs> that's a new hashtag right there don't, don't donut and chill <laughs> don't google it no yeah. <laughs> anyway we are here to of course get to know you a little bit better people are seeming to love this podcast and i think they're getting to know me and pixie as individuals and as gamers quite well now so it's only right that we turn that mirror and point it back at our guests 
because I think there is going to be a lot of people very, very interested in getting to know the legendary DD a little bit better too. Yes. So let's start with some of the questions. And this is the one that I am eager to learn more than any other really when it comes to DD. Okay, go. Your gaming honeymoon. What was the very first experience you had with gaming and why did you want to take up that as a hobby before you ever became a content creator, before you wanted to like produce or stream or anything like that? Why was, what was it that... Before the internet was invented. <laughs> yeah. It was. What was it that made you go back? Sorry, D.D. Yeah, that's no, no, right. You, you know, I'm very much like yourselves. You know, we're of that age. We're yeah. That era. Um, that era, yes. Hang on, yes. Hang on, era, that sounds terrible. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're there where, um, you know, we were back where it was the, the games just on console. No internet connection. No, no even dial-up, you know, modem. LAN parties. Yeah. No updates. No, no, thank goodness, no. Um, so we just had it on the cartridge, and I was thinking, like, what was my first experience? There's, there's quite a lot that goes into mind, especially that age. You know, you don't take it all in, but I think it'd have to be uh, so either Sonic Two or Revenge of Shinobi, if you know that game on, on the I Mega Drive. I do. I heard it, it, but I can't remember it. It was a platformer, and it was yeah. awesome. You got oh, to be yeah. a ninja named Shinobi. Yeah. But it was one of the hardest games I've ever played, and I've never completed it. And it's one of those I want to keep going back to, and I want to complete it. So we are going to do it. We're going to go back to it. And obviously, you know, from a little kid, I don't know how old I was, maybe seven at the time, maybe something like that. I have no idea. Well, like, I remember it, mate. I remember it very, very well on Sega Mega Drive. That's the one. That is the one. And uh, you've got it in a pack of three games. It's like Revenge of Shinobi, Streets of Rage, and Golden Axe. Yes. And uh, you know the ones, Mega Games 2. Yes. Uh, I had that exact cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think that was pretty much standard with every Mega Drive, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Like that one. Um, An Alex Kid built in, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, so the whole gaming passion just spent, you know, stemmed from there, really, and just never stopped gaming. You know, your friends had all the latest games. You want the latest games. Yeah, just... just it's always in your mind to, to keep gaming you know how it is yeah and back then them 2d graphics that you used oh. to get on revenge of shinobi streets of rage yeah, and stuff like that was all the range it rage it was like the ultimate the pinnacle yeah and obviously some games are going back to that style so you know, it's it stood the test of time as such you know is this why i've been seeing you on sonic mania recently well maybe there's a little bit of that yeah we're going back to a few more retro games at the minute yeah yeah, that's good to see, and it's Sonic really Mania good. Is a lot of fun, a lot yeah. of fun. But it's good to see that there are more streamers like yourself that are streaming not just one particular game. I do, I do not blame people who do that. You know, we were like talking about this yesterday. Well. Yeah, people who become Valorant players on their stream and that's it, or yep. they'll do Fortnite and nothing else. That's and I'm like, I, yeah, I was it's saying good. About you being my inspiration because you stream a lot of different games. Yep. What do I stream? I can't just head myself into one game. That's why. But there's nothing wrong with that, like you say, because obviously there's so many creators that have made you know a great following from that one game and they're really good at it and there's nothing wrong with that it's just maybe like you know i like to change up a little bit that's all i get bored too easy i think maybe yeah it's not for everyone is it no that's right but there's, again nothing wrong with that so go exactly for it. Go, for it. go for it 
So, what made you want to come back again? What to to to, to the retro stuff? No, just to gaming in general. I never left. I don't think. So, so you basically started and then never stopped. Exactly that, yeah. So you know, everyone's got side hobbies and whatnot, but gaming was always there. I always wanted that next console. You know, didn't get it straight away, of course, nothing like that. But you know, I always had something to play on, and I would always play on it. So you know, many a Saturday afternoons, gaming. Yes, I know, <laughs> you know exactly the what you on mean. The side, the drinks, and the games. Just, yeah. You're a man after my own heart because yeah, I've never really stopped gaming at all. I used to go out quite a lot. Uh, doing parkour, free running, that kind of thing. But every single time that I'd come back home, because, well, my mum would give me a really good rollicking if I didn't. <laughs> when I would come back, the first thing I would do is go straight into my bedroom, straight onto my computer. And I had a nice little, nice little unspoken rule with my good friend Steve Wiseman. If you're listening to this, mate. Yes, I still remember the good old days where he would have a Nintendo and I would have a Sega. And then on the next generation, I would get a Sega and he would get a Nintendo. So we had both platforms sort of covered. And it was really good because you get to test all different types of games, including the exclusives. Like normally, yeah, normally you'd only get to play Sonic. Like you said yourself, well, I could go over to my mates and play Mario and super street fighter and stuff like that so yeah i know exactly what you mean it was yeah great times to be able to just yeah completely so now a very important question though after all your experience when it comes to gaming after all (laughs) of these different games you've tried what's your favorite franchise it is a hard question that's why i'm asking it i know right so we ask the hard questions on this podcast you you, you ask the hard-hitting questions that need to be asked people want to know the answer to exactly exactly and that's what i like about you 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 just tell it like it is you know you guys tell it like it is and i love that um so the franchise i think yeah i think it's got to be prince of persia That's a good choice. Such a good franchise. They've got pretty much everything going on for it, to be honest with you. Yeah. And they've they've kept it going throughout time. I mean, it's died down a little bit lately, but I think it's coming back. There is a Yeah, there is a remaster in the works. You know that, don't you? Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm really looking for... Sands of Time, I think, is the one that they're remastering. Correct, Which was the most popular out of all the series. It was, wasn't it? I mean, my favourite, personally, was the Warrior Within, the second one. Um, but yeah, the sound of time was just absolutely. Yeah, genius. Warrior Within was emphasis on combat more than yeah. uh, the wall running and stuff like that that you got in Sands of Time. This is true, but there was a really in-depth story to it as well, which I love. Yes, all about the stories in, in games. Yeah, if you don't have an engaging story, then you are not going to really enjoy the game and the same can be said in reverse if you've got a really engaging story most of the flaws from the main game will actually be forgiven because the story is so engaging 100% yeah 100% and that's what a lot of developers need to focus on right yeah oh hell yeah I agree with that I love like I always think when it comes to story driven games of days gone now at first when i first got into it the first couple of hours were 
Mm, meh. Yeah, we're okay. <laughs> meh. Meh. But there was, there was, I just kept playing because there was just something about it that I quite liked, that I quite enjoyed. And instead of having fast travel, you, you had this beautiful bike that you could ride everywhere. And yeah, it was building the relationship between you and your bike because your bike was basically your inventory. All of your stuff was yeah, with like your that. bike. So, of course, you develop this rapport with your bike. And even though it's an, an inanimate object, you really grow attached to it. And you, you can name the bike. I don't think you do, but you do you get to upgrade it. Yeah, my mine was just my crotch rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very original, but I just that was my crotch rocket, and it. I think it looks it looked like a a Honda Goldwing that had been stripped. Oh. You know, so you didn't have the ca the. What do you yeah, call just them? The, rustic, just yeah, just the yeah. basic bike, and then you could upgrade it yourself. And yeah, it was just awesome. Okay. Now there was a lot of issues in that game, but the visuals weren't one of them. And what I absolutely adored is once them first couple of hours were gone, the story was so engaging. Oh, it just beautiful. wanted to, it wanted you to make. It made you want to find out more, if I can get my words out. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> games that it made you think about it throughout the day, and you thought, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next, or why did this happen? That's the best kind of games, right? They get you thinking. Exactly. Engrossed, if that's the right word, maybe engrossed, maybe? Yeah, properly engrossed and enveloped, immersed into the actual game world. And there was a few occasions where I thought, well, that is that the end? That can't be the end. <laughs> That was, that's a shit ending if that's the end. <laughs> but that's the best thing. If they've made you think that, they've really got you thinking. Yeah. So that's, and that's then it. it opened up into a whole new area. And I was like, all right, that was not the end. Not even close. And it was so much fun to play it through like that. So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I really adore story-driven games when they are done right. This is it. You've got a good mind, you know where to go. Yeah. Now, the next big question, and another, and it's going to be another one that's really hard to answer, because it always is for everybody that we ask. Yep. It doesn't have to be from the same franchise, but what is your favourite singular game? So, I've kind of cheated a little bit on this answer, not going to lie, because uh, it, is, it is a singular game, but you have to look at the whole history of it to appreciate why I love the game. Oh, it's so, all right. technicality. No, I, yeah. I'm invested in this <laughs> I, now. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> I didn't see anything of the rules about this, so um, you know, don't mark me down. Um, so <laughs> basically, it's the game I, I keep going back to, and I, I think I will always go back to it, especially when I'm like a six-year-old man. Um, it's it's going to be CSGO, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Really? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, because you know, I so I played it since 1.1, so that was back in whenever that was. I have no idea when that was. 99, maybe. I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, been going a long time now. Yeah, that game it has, has, and I, you know, I'll keep going back to it because it's got memories for me. It's got nostalgia. It's got you know, highs Black and lows. Uh, yeah, Black well, yeah, Black Ops 2 again. Loads of nostalgia in that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, CS CSGO for me. It's it just embodies everything that I grew up with. And uh, yeah, I love it, and I'll keep going back to it, and I do keep going back to it. So it's 
it's one of those things. There's things I want to change about it, but I've yeah, never played it, pal. It's you, no, you like it. You would like it. It takes a bit of time to get used to because there's a lot of skill involved with you know sort of aiming and the, and the recoil. Um, but it's very much you know it's got aspects of uh, you know apex in it. Yeah. Um, but nowhere near as fast paced. Do you know what I have always thought about that game? Whenever I've seen gameplay, and I know it, there was a big competitive scene on it. I think there mm, still is. Very big, yeah, very big. And uh, do you know what I've always liked? There's no, how can I put it? No furnishings. It's just yeah. raw. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, it is just down to you and the other players. That's it. Yeah. So when you're running from place to place, you're running, and there's no like swaying of the camera to signify that you're running or mm. anything like that and there's no the best way I can put it is furnishings no frilly little bits yeah, taking it exactly. back to basics <clears throat> yeah and it's just exactly. raw good gameplay and all about the plays you make and your accuracy rather than how good the game looks or how many animations you've got with your character yeah. would that Exactly that, yeah. So there's a little bit of like, you know, uh, skins involved, a bit of cosmetics, but it's not the be all and end all of the game. Obviously, some people make it that way, uh, but you know, it is just down to you, that weapon, the other player, and using little bits of the environment around you. It's very tactical. Yeah, really good game, and you should, you should definitely try it. Can, can I use it on PS4? No, you can't. Not, no, I think it's, it's PC. Just on PC. I don't think how a little dinkly laptop will run that. No, but this is why I've got a Patreon. This is why I've got a donate button. I'm going to keep saving. Pardon me. I'm going to keep saving the money up, and hopefully, I will manage to get myself a decent laptop, and I will be able to get capture cards and everything, yeah. and start yeah. improving my content. Yeah. And make sure you put it on your Christmas list as well, because you never know who's listening. Oh, of course. Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been a good boy, honestly. <laughs> I have heard, yeah. Heard. <laughs> oh, speaking of Christmas, that I saw an animation. I think it was called uh, <laughs> "Love, Death, and Robots." <laughs> okay. It was yes. on Netflix, and it's a little Christmas short. It's animations, short animations, and <laughs> two little kids run downstairs, thinking because they can hear shit, shit going on downstairs, <laughs> and they they rush downstairs hiding trying to see Santa and instead they see a big horrible evil looking beast oh no that's just me in the morning and then it sees them <laughs> they shit themselves it comes oh, charging at them does the proper oh, alien versus Sigourney Weaver moment oh my god right up close to them and then coughs and then spits out a present into the boys arms <laughs> Literally regurgitating it up, covered in slime and everything, and then goes to the girl and does the same, and then just, <laughs> and then turns around and goes back up the chimney. Ah, uh, the true story of Christmas. And I, I just, I found it so hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not a big jolly guy in a red outfit. <laughs> he could well, be you a monster. That, did you? you didn't think that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> 
there you go there's a little bit of added information if you don't know and you haven't seen it love death and robots it's just had its second season on netflix and it's really really good each one is its own self-contained animation and in various different styles if you like anime or anything like that go and check it out you won't be disappointed anyway yes now this is a question <coughs> pardon me this is a question I've been very interested because let's face it this is the one where you were mentioned to begin with yeah so do you want to ask no <laughs> I'm still fangirling over here crack on you're, you're very quiet today, I'm fangirling leave me alone <laughs> ask him the question Oh. who oh, was gosh. your inspirations for streaming well, okay, so um, the one main streamer that I watched for quite a while, and I'm talking like, you know, six plus years, easy, um, was Codename Pizza. Um, so he's called Zombies YouTuber, as you probably know, uh, and uh, along that with, with Mr. Roth Waffles as well. Uh, yeah, I but I never usually watched his streams, I always watched his guides, but I always watched Codename Pizza's streams, and I liked how he was so so genuine it seemed and, and again you know he engaged with everyone it seemed that way as much as he could obviously pretty big now um, so yeah they were definitely two of my biggest influences but also plucking at the heartstrings my son as well because uh, you know he's just like dad I want to stream I was like you can stream but you got to get your schoolwork done first uh, <laughs> Hell no. and I was like look I'm gonna I'm gonna try it and see how it goes and he's like he's pretty in all now so I'm, I'm like doing it for him 100% yeah, yeah, because you work hard, you play hard. Exactly that. That's it. And that's a good life lesson for everyone to know. Yes, I will second that. And I think Pixie will third it. I do. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's really interesting. Do you know what? I don't know Codename Pizza, but I might check him out now. I do. Um, I was going to say, I thought Pixie, you'd know him. I do. <laughs> me, personally, I, I just like Milo. Even though I'm not into Lovely. zombies as much as you two or milo himself milo by the way for everyone who is wondering what i'm going on about is the real name of ruffle waffles he's called milo, milo. what a great name i love yeah milo. and do you know what i love i love his enthusiasm the oh, way he looks ahead. at the screen and goes oh, we've had a new map we've had a new map this is awesome and he goes so it's like I've seen people on YouTube videos in the thumbnail doing all these shocked faces oh. and, I, and I just think, yeah, big shocked face with, of course, the obligatory red arrow yeah. pointing to something. Yeah. Whereas he doesn't do that. No. He will put his face up sometimes, but he doesn't do that. He'll just say new map and then you'll start the video and the first thing you see is his, va his face with his chin on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this happened, guys. Reaction. It's happened, guys. <laughs> like, this, this is just, this is top draw quality content. This, this is what people should be looking out for when they try and look for zombies content. And I just loved him for it. So yeah, I can understand where you're coming from, you need, Ruffle you, Waffles. You do need to check Codename Pizza because you will like him. Yeah, hundred percent. You a will. Really good streamer. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it's just for fun. That bit, uh, yeah, that bit of the 
podcast where we just ask random questions for a little bit of a filler or just to have a, a little giggle. You know the score by now. Oh, I do. Now, the first one, of course, I have done it many times and yeah, it changes from day to day, but I am interested to see what you think because you've got a very positive outlook when it comes to gaming in general. So this is going to be very interesting for me. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> if you could change any aspect of gaming in general as a whole, what would it be? Do you know what? This is such a hard question, especially listening to your previous podcast because everyone's come up with such great answers of the, you know, the toxicity and, 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 and hackers. Uh, yeah, and I, Jammy with his music as well. I've got exactly, another one, but which I'll is a wait. great idea. Yeah, um, I thought it was as well. I want to try and come up with something, but obviously something that meant something to me. And so I think what it is, and I don't know how it's going to come across to people, um, but so the aspect I would change would be the younger players, and I'm talking seven, eight, something yeah. like that, getting hold and playing the more mature, mature games like Warzone. And you know these blood and guts games and that sort of thing. And they playing eighteen are, games. Ex yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're, they're, they really are desensitised to it. And you know the language on them, because they're going into an eighteen plus game where they're going to hear adults talking rubbish. Yeah. Uh, you know it rubs off, and I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and neither do I. But I, I am you know, with you on that wholeheartedly. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, the, the games are rated for a reason. You know, okay, you've got a little bit of leeway, of course you do. Um, it's parents' yeah, discretion, I, though, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And this is why, if I could change it, I would, but I can. I wish, I've said it many times in the past as well, even way back when me and Pixie first met, I've been saying, why are these kids playing this game? Mm. And then you've got these little, like, seven, eight-year-olds going, oh, fuck off, pedo, and shit yeah, like that, exactly. and you're like... You're on an 18 plus You're on game. an 18 plus game and you're talking to people like that. Yep. That's the worrying thing in it. And they're going to go out in real life and do that as well because that's what kids do. Yes, exactly. And they learn the from experience. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, it was only yesterday, the day before, that I sent a message to someone because... I played four matches of Black Ops 4 with him. I didn't have the oh, mic on myself. Why? But he was in my lobby. And he kept getting put on my team. Now, I am not going to give him the satisfaction of telling you what his name is. All I'm going to say is he was using the N-word quite a lot. Oh. And you know when you can just tell that someone is white? Just yep. by the voice. Saying. He was there's, there's calling no people there. that. He was calling people a C-U-N-T. He was calling people, you dirty little wog. Oh my goodness. See, that's an insta-ban for me from games. And I, I reported I mean? him and then I messaged him saying, look, mate, I agree with what you're saying about people camping and hard scoping with a thermal scope. I, I agree with that. I Yes, you shouldn't be spawn trapping. But at the end of the day, I suggest you turn your mic off because the way you're talking about, about people right now is absolutely disgusting. And it, it just, for me, 
that is like the 18, 19 year old version of the very children you've just been going on about. Yeah. If they right. carry on without being told, no, this is wrong, that's the kind of person they grow up into being. If they and carry on being turnips, they're going to end up in prison. Yes. Do you know what? You're so right, though. You're so right. That's it just is. putting it in a polite I, way. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's nothing to do with, that's nothing to do with gaming has that impact. It's just their behaviour. Yeah. Gaming yeah. does not impact the aggressiveness in the real world, as some sources would lead you to believe. Uh, but th their behaviour does. It, it just, for me, it tells me that they've got no decent role model in their life. Yeah, exactly. No so one to turn around and go, no, the way you're behaving is not acceptable at all. Exactly. So they need to tune into the gamester and learn a few lessons. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I seem to have adopted that role, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you are the dadster, right? So yes, the them, dadster. Tell them out, send them to the room, learn some manners. Do you know learn why I do it? For you. Yeah, as Pixie knows, <laughs> I do it because if somebody can be helped and encouraged by avoiding the mistakes gonna, that I have made, I'm not going to say then all good. the name, but there's a certain oh. young lady, she knows who she is. Oh. That she's come and joined us, and she's blossomed. Yes. I'm not going to say her name. But she, she knows. knows who yeah, she, she is. knows who she is. This is what we want. We want people to blossom in our community. And this is what you're doing, and this is why it's so great. So you should be so proud of yourself. Seriously, this, you, you have done that for many people, and you know, you know, we know who you're talking about, and you're doing great. So keep it up. Yes. We just don't want to put that spotlight on her because we don't want her getting to. Uh, embarrassed shall we say sure. but just because she's been screwed over in her life as many of us have yeah. because she's been excluded from certain groups through no fault of her own just for being herself we are wanting to be that group that turns around and goes oh, right fuck them yeah. they're not worth it come <laughs> yeah, to us exactly. we will accept you for who you are and we will never ever ask you to change to suit any of us no. The only thing we ask is don't be a dick. It's simple. That is the TGF motto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join the gaming dick. family. Our only motto is don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. But what a motto though. You're right though. That is general life advice. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you have a religion? Yes. Don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Next question for you. Okay. Yes. What bugs you? Pun intended. <laughs> intended, of course, of course. Um, so what bugs me um, is probably at the minute with these new games. Again, so going back to the whole, not a lot of them are story driven. So along the same sort of lines. And so instead of that, they've just got massive installs. You know what I'm talking about? Huge gigabyte installs that you're like, <gasps> I don't have the space yeah. for this. COD is one of the biggest offenders, yeah. right? Or probably the biggest offender. And then with that, you've got all the constant faults they don't fix. I know you love a good fault. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. No raging going on by faults lately, obviously. Um, no. But yeah, so like they they are very big for very little story. Yes. And yeah, I just don't think. It's to be honest, with Cold War, Modern Warfare, oh, I've not played the story. It's garnish. That's what it is. Yeah. Garnish. Yeah, you're right though. It is though. They haven't right. put enough thought into it for me. It doesn't, it, I think, I don't like where Fortnite has gone over this past year or two. However, when it first started, 
and to this day it is perfect proof that you do not need jaw-droppingly beautiful photorealistic environments no. for the no. game to be good you exactly. simply need it to be good gameplay that's it and they've done that and you're right like you say where it's gone now is really weird because obviously my son plays it and i was like this isn't fortnite that's not how i remember it exactly i'll say to them is again so again not massive installs have done it's, it's it's tame it's tame installs you know you can you can look after that they can do a good live event you know a lot of yes. games can learn from fortnite i don't know how they do it but they do it really really well like the asteroid is always the one i think of it yeah. took it took like a month every day it got that little bit bigger that mm -hmm. little bit closer to the map fortnite's not fortnite anymore no it's not, not, not from what we knew it was no. But it is what it is. Yeah. The whole point is, you don't have to have a gorgeous-looking game for it to be really fun to play. No. no, definitely not. And I think that's why Todd, especially, tends to go really big with the updates. Mm. They've got to do something to try and keep it relevant. Well, no. If you if you're a COD player, truly a COD player, you wouldn't need things to keep it relevant. This is true. If you look at COD sort of two, three, pretty fairly basic, right? Yeah, yeah. but absolutely amazing. Exactly. exactly. From the map design, the maps. Let's face it, were a hell of a lot bigger back then. They seemed it, right? And it was a lot better for it, in my personal opinion. Nowadays, the maps are just too small. You uh, talking about a multiplayer, that sort of thing? Yeah. The yeah, they are, quite, they are very small now, aren't they? And even the story, I've got to admit, I do like the campaigns of Call of Duty. I always have. But yeah, the older ones seem to be a little bit more engaging. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially War of War, that was a fantastic campaign. Yes. And just really got you into that. Again, pretty story-driven, that one, actually. It got yeah. you into that story, and you kind of felt like you were there in some missions. I completely agree. Battlefield do the same in that aspect. I'm not so sure about them not having a campaign on this one. I can understand the direction they're trying to take the franchise in, but I always really enjoyed the campaigns. Yeah, they, they added some, they add something to the game, don't they? Again, yeah, keeps you engrossed. It's something else to do, and especially if the internet goes out, right? You've got to have something. Well, that is what bugs you. Now, what? <laughs> excites you what are you looking forward to the most oh my goodness what excites me what about just about in gaming in general well it could be anything it could be anything to do with gaming whether it's going to be a new game or just a new feature that started happening or something anything i'll tell you what does excite me actually is the the progress of vr um, obviously, you, you do the VR, you know what I'm talking about. I do. It's getting better and better and better, and watching Beat Saber, even if you're not playing it, is really addictive. Uh, <laughs> I've come to find, like, watching you guys just smash those tiles, really, really addictive. So I'm excited to see where VR goes. And then, obviously, you've got, you've got AR on the phones as well, and that's going to yeah. bring the mobile gamers in. I don't know how that comes across on stream, by the way, AR, but it might do. I don't I have no idea. I but, can't say I've ever seen a streamer no, doing it. No, I haven't. I, I haven't either, but I'm just that's just off the top of my head. That's curiosity. Does, does that work? But, Within uh, the next decade, you never know. Well, exactly. That's it, though. It's, it's, that's the exciting thing. In the next decade, who knows what's going to happen. You never but know. VR, Our children might be literally 
Ready Player One. Oh. That would be epic. Oh my goodness. Never know. Then I would be one of them old man gamer. Let me in! <laughs> yeah. I was 60, 70 year old going, no, I'm still going to be gaming on my VR. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to stop me gaming. <laughs> hey, I've got a resident that I look after and he's got a 360 in his room. Oh, what an absolute legend. And How old is he? He is... Next month he will be 91. Oh my goodness. And me and him, we do, we do play COD together. We do a, a little split screen together that's amazing and no that's I don't fantastic. let him win <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't go easy on him mind. don't go easy on him he is a good yeah. player I, d I do the same with my daughter people turn around to me and go why don't you let your kids win because they'll never learn, learn. <laughs> correct and they need to know who the master is you know? I want to know that when my daughter or my son beats me on a game I could turn around and go you absolutely beasted me then well played yeah and that is what I really, really enjoy. Because you're not teaching them to, like, participation trophy. Here you go. <laughs> you showed up. You did your best, but you didn't win. No. Exactly. I want to be able to turn around to my friends and my family and go, he absolutely beasted me. I, just yeah. did, I couldn't do anything. I love that. The Padawan has become the master. Yeah. Makes me proud. So yeah, I'm not gonna let my kids win. I will. I'm not like yeah. Maybe when they're a toddler or something like that. Yeah, uh, slightly different though. Yeah, like oh, oh, you got me, and I'll fall on the floor. That kind of thing. But yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, but that's playing in general. That's not yeah. gaming. This is true. Don't I did it. Slam against the wall and take that kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I even did it with Sarah when she was younger on Snakes and Ladders. Yeah. Yeah. And I went, no. Get down and she went, snake. but I haven't finished yet. It doesn't matter. You can carry on rolling if you want. We can play again. You can try and beat me again. But that's not how games work. For every winner, there has to be losers. It's simple. Yeah. Sounds like screwing up with good role models. 100%. Yeah. Now, this one is Pixie's question. You knew it was going to come. If you had the chance to live for the rest of your life in your chosen gaming world, which world would it be? Okay, hear me out. It's a bit of an odd one. Um, oh, we love so the odd ones. Go for it. <laughs> I think it I think technically it's kind of the same world, uh, just two different locations. So it, you, know, you can take a judge on that one. So Fallout 3 slash New Vegas. Like, how good would that be being in a post-apocalyptic world? I think I'd be quite a good scavenger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. I, um, this does not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd use everything at my disposal, you know, uh, and quite like collecting bottle caps as well. I'm quite sad like that. So, yeah, that'd be pretty good. So I'm saving my bottle caps for you. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've got a folder with 200 labels. <laughs> This is what Heinz beans used to look like. I love that. <laughs> but it, I, yeah, I think it'd be an exciting world. I mean, it'd be pretty scary at times. But I think you need to have a little fright in life to feel that you're alive. So it'd yeah, only be scary at first. You'd be you desensitised to, to it after you? a while. 
No, that's it. You wouldn't know, would you? And so many weird people. So, yeah. Well, you're talking I'm, to I'm, two of them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'd have you as NPCs, not a problem. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'd be an NPC just walking around going, Follow me! I know the way! <laughs> <laughs> then you've got yeah, come with me! <laughs> but I can't move unless you're within a five metre radius! <laughs> Then you've just got me in the corner going, This is my no-no square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you'd be my game, 100%. 100%. Okay, what is the funniest moment or the best moment in your entire gaming career? Do, do you mean on the stream or, or just anything? Just anything. anything. Just one thing that makes you think and then you just instantly giggle. Yeah, that makes you smile, makes yeah. you giggle, or you just consider to be your pinnacle. Okay. Um, I think the one thing that always comes to my mind... Um, Darts. Is, yeah, well, there, is, there is a few of those. Not many, to be fair. Um, is StarCraft 2. Did you ever play StarCraft? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, it's a, a sort of strategy again, sort of battle star, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, and you, you, you've got to spend the time building units and drones and, and, and big armies, right, to attack another base. Yes. And obviously, the rest of the map is shrouded. You can't see it unless you explore it, so you've just got your base. So it's like the I, natural progression to games like Command and Conquer. Exactly that. And Age of Empires and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, Command and Conquer was good. It was really fantastic. Good. One of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, very good back in the day, 100%. And, um,. So yeah, so there I was. I was I was learning. So I've been playing it for a while. I wasn't complete, you know, noob as they say. Yeah. Um, I was playing with my friend online, a uh, very good friend of mine, Top Wonga, who's still with me. You know, thirty plus years of friendship. Like, I'll take that. Hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, and uh, so yeah, there I was. I was putting my effort into. I really want to beat him because he's much better than me. I really want to beat him. So I was taking my time, trying to get this army up, trying to get all the buildings up I needed, all the upgrades, that sort of thing. And then he waltzes with uh, probably around about 200 of these mini little worker drones that don't have any health to them at all and just completely rolls over my base. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there hysterics in my chair just going, I can't even beat the lowest grade wor worker in your team. Strength in numbers, that's what it is. Exactly, exactly. And that's when I gave up StarCraft. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to be the best. That's it, I'm done. Nope. Yeah, I'm happy knowing that and that is fine. Get big, big money in that sort of game as well. Massive tournament following on that. Yeah, there yeah. are quite a few for a lot of indie games, games that you wouldn't mm. normally associate with esports gaming. Do you know what game I do? But I know it's a bit of an old TV series now. But do you know what game I would like them to make? Stargate. Stargate. I want to be O'Neill. Oh, blimey! That actually. That would did be you not see the series? Pretty no, I don't think I good. Did. Oh, the series was amazing. Was it that's... like on se same level as Star Trek, that sort of thing, when you say series? or Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not, I wouldn't say it's as good, but it hmm. is still space. Now, if you, watch, if you watch the film, you will kind of know that they go through the Stargate and they end up in the desert, like Aztec world. That's it. On a different planet. Yeah. Well, in the series it transpires that the Stargate can link to any That's other Stargate as long as it's active and they are all over the universe so it gave 
a lot of lore to the entire storyline and yeah if they made that into a game would it would really probably good. be a really good one because you could do completely different worlds yeah oh, that'd be good all from the original stargate that's what I think so, that could be pretty in-depth. That's a good shape. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think that could be a very, very good game. What would what type of game would you think it should be, though? Third person, first person? It would have to be first. Mm. First person. And you get to play as all of the characters if you want, and they all have sort of different storylines. So you get, you get the replayability through it. I'm just trying to think if there's any other games kind of like it, and the only one that springs to mind would be Destiny. Yeah. Because be Destiny similar. has got Earth, or the Moon, as your central hub, you know, like your safe place. Yeah, take me to my safe place, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then you've got all the different planets that you can, of course, get into your spaceship and fly to. So, yeah, the only thing you'd be taking off is the spaceships and instead you'd have the Stargate doing yeah. its usual animation of like the outer rim turning across the inner rim of the Stargate and then yeah. anyway we are dying yeah. sorry anyway <laughs> that's a good addition good addition so what is the one thing above all else that you love about gaming that is quite an easy question for me personally um, and it kind of comes back to what my streams are all about and it's it's about having an escape from the real world and any stresses that you have and just being able to move off to this other planet this other side of the universe whatever you're doing whatever game you're in and like I say just getting lost in it you don't have and one life you have thousands yeah exactly. yeah exactly and you know what if you make a mistake fine you can reset it not a problem. We all make mistakes in life, and sometimes it's not so easy to reset. Yeah, because yeah. gamers don't die, they respond. Exactly, right. Yeah. Uh, so it's just an escape and to relax, in most cases relax. Sometimes it's really stressful, you know, but in a good way. You know what I mean. Um, of course I do, yes. So yeah, escape from the real world. Alright, well, that brings us neatly to the last section of the podcast. Dun, dun, dun! News time! Can, yes. I, can I just ask you two a question quickly first of all? Go for it. Would you two, and I don't know if you've done it already, so I apologize if you have, are you two going to do a duo stream together? Oh god, I can't game with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> why, why not? It stresses me out. Oh, 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 oh. I love, I love him to bits, but he, he's... He, we have if, two different play styles, I think I, it is. Oh, okay. If I run off into a, into a fight and then I go down, would you run off for? Because it's there and I've got to go in. Whereas you, you're very more tactical. I'm run, shoot, you're stay back, assess the situation. <laughs> yeah. See, what I tend to do is most people see me running from place to place, but what I am doing is running from cover to cover. So if you see me out in the open, I can guarantee you I am literally a slide away from a block or a rock or something that I can hide behind. I'm quietly giggling over you because I know what you're going to say. Pixie? Oh no. Pixie's one of those oh, no. people that just 
put it this way, the only thing that's missing is her going <laughs> and just charging. You know that one lunatic when you're in the trenches of a war scene in a film and that one lunatic goes charge and jumps up and runs and everyone else goes oh is he God. mental? That's me. That's her. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but what pisses me off more than anything else Some good with it. <laughs> is she actually fucking does it? If I try and do that Bang, shot in the head, I'm dead. I'm down on the ground. She does it. She, it's like she matrixes the bullets. She dodges every bullet going pew, pew, right by her head. And she goes, bang, one down. Bang, another down. Bang, another down. Wipe the squad. Uh, what? How the fuck did you do that? And the rest of us are just stood there just scratching our heads. Unless it's something like on a racing game, because I'd uh, hold my hands up, I'll be at the back of the pack while he's winning the race. But if unless it's not like a racing game, I won't game with him. I love you. Well, do, do you know what would be a good game for you two to play, I reckon? And I think it would be very entertaining to watch is We Were Together. Uh, I think it's on PlayStation 4. It is. One of you, have you seen it before? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've, I've seen the demo, but yeah. yeah. One, one of you is trapped in the room. And you've got to like talk the other one through puzzles. Is that the one out. that me and Tankin played, weren't it? Mm-hmm. And it I took us about four hours to get out of one room because we had to know what we're doing. <laughs> we ended up googling it. And went, oh, was it that simple? Okay. <laughs> actually, yeah, you overcomplicated it. I think. Was it you who suggested it to me? Actually, that one. I think it was. I think it was, wasn't it? I think Way it back was. In the day, yeah. As you were my like eighth follower, I think. Yeah, back back then. Way back Way then. back in the day. Way back me, Like six months ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember her telling me about you as well. Going, there you I've, go. I've, I've met this guy called Donut Damage. And I remember giggling to myself like, what? And she went, Donut Damage. That's a fucking awesome name. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. And she turned around and said, yeah, he's really, really nice. You should check him out. And you then, didn't for a while, did no, you? No, I didn't. Because if I checked out every single person that you suggested to me, I'd have hundreds of followers. Well, hundreds of follows. And then I'd be sat looking through them all going, right, who do I go and watch? Uh, this is true. This is very true. But it's and then, you can always trust a pixie suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, you can. But then she came back to me, which is, shh, don't tell her. But this is my little... <laughs> I'm not listening. Yeah, this is my little thing. I always wait because if she tells me about something over and over, mm-hmm. whether it's a program on Amazon Prime or a, a music track that she's heard or, or even a, a TikTok or, like you, a streamer, yes, <laughs> then I know that she really, really likes them and I should go and check it out. For example, Travellers. The new Netflix series. Not well, not new, but she kept not going new. on about how it was great, and I will love it because it's sci-fi, and I love sci-fi. No. So I went, all right, well, I'll give it a try. And then she kept going on about it, and on about it, and on about it. <laughs> and then I watched the first couple of episodes, and I thought, this is fucking awesome, and I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. So what you're saying is, Pixie was right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She is, but if she repeatedly tells me about something, I know that it's going to be great. Otherwise, she also told me you should watch NCIS. I watched one episode. I'm like, nah. Yeah, but I only said that to you once. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You, you only uh, told me okay. to watch it once. Uh, nah, 
not happening. See? Brilliant. You know what you're talking about. Fantastic. See? So I wait until she comes back to me more than once. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Right, wait. Give. You don't understand. I'm about to go through some specs. Ooh. Give. Words, words, <laughs> letters, numbers, words, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. See, that, that, right. That, that's, the that first news story. Brain. You probably heard about it right now, but I wanted to get your opinion and Pixies for that matter. Mm. There is a new handheld console on the market that will be getting released. I think it's August. And it's called the Steam Deck. Mm. It's been made by Valve, the gaming platform. Yeah. And it's set to release in August, I think. Uh, but I can't confirm nor deny that. Uh, it's got an AMD APU with a quad-core HRED Zen 2 CPU. And the RDNA 2 GPU with 8 computer units. It's got 16 gigabytes of uh, LPDDR RAM. So, it's going to be very powerful and it's going to come in three different forms all to do with the memory there's a 64 gig a 259 and a 512 gig it's competitively priced which is really really good because it's matching it's matching handheld consoles like the switch for example mm -hmm. however the switch can't play games like control or fallen order and yet this one can like it's it's just breezing through the games and it's not got no lag no frame drops or anything like that it's got a 720 touch screen and it can handle a lot of open world massive games like no man's sky as well Blimey. what do we think should nintendo be worried no well I'm, you don't know <laughs> no because you've got such a fan base for Nintendo, they ain't gonna leave. Mm. No, I didn't True. say Nintendo were ever gonna become bankrupt or anything like that. Because yeah, you're right. They got intellectual property to Mario, and that is a multi-million-pound industry game just on its own. Yeah, that's never gonna die. I think you're gonna have people that's gonna swarm to it, but I don't think it's gonna be as as popular as Nintendo Switch. Well, there's already pre-orders filled up until next year. Yeah, I mean, I've heard about that. It's probably the scalpers, I reckon. Yeah, it could look be. Look at the PS5s. Look. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, another issue there, I reckon. Maybe. So for what it is. Yeah, the 64 gigabyte one is 399. You've got the 259 gig for 529, and you've got the 512 gig for 649. And that's dollars, not pounds. So oh, for, oh, that's dollars. Yeah, so for us, uh, you I'm thinking 64 gig will be about three to three fifty. Bad, is it? Blimey. I mean, that's good though, isn't it? That is that's really, really good. To say that it's two nine nine for a standard switch. Mm. So yeah, it's competitively priced, but it's more powerful. It can handle more games, and come on, Valve is a good platform. They've always got yeah. deals going on, and always, yeah. Here's the clincher for me though. On this Steam Deck, you can actually customize it to however you want. You can even run Windows on it. What? Yeah, so you can get a full PC platform like Windows on Steam Deck. 
Okay, maybe it might be a bit more popular then. Yeah, it's not just a console that you can only play games on. You can do anything. It's basically like a handheld PC. Wow, that's that's incredible. But yeah, I think that's going to be more popular. Yeah, I think Nintendo should be a little bit worried. worried. See if you actually told us that bit. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly, because that was the clincher for me. That was what sort of turned it, and I wanted to see if it did exactly the same for you. Yeah. So. Super super impressive, but I'll stick with the Game Gear. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what? I'd like the PSP, me. Oh, PSP. I never had one of those, but they looked amazing. They were. They were really, really good. You want a PSP, I want a Switch. They don't do games for PSP anymore. Oh, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> otherwise I would. Exactly, you've made. But yeah, you have that. Switch. I do like. I want to try Breath of the Wild for a start. Oh, fantastic game! Exactly, Definitely a must play. Is Zelda? I've always loved Zelda. Oh yeah, can't go wrong. So there you go. I think the general consensus is that's going to be a game changer simply because you can. You're not hemmed into just using games. Yeah. All right, Nintendo, my friends, you should be worried. Very, very worried. Now, the next bit of news I am very excited about. As this goes out, tomorrow is going to be the start of EA Play. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, so now it's going to be two days, I think. And during these two days, at some point, Dead Space should be getting mentioned in some way so we are going to get a a denial or a confirmation or something there's no denial about and i'm really excited i i ea sleep tonight are you you have got to do it i'm going to be very (laughs) mad with you if you do not do it (laughs) i have been waiting so fucking long you're sorry people you can't (laughs) see his face i have been waiting (laughs) so long for this game I can clenched, feel the rage right now. Clenched fists, clenched teeth. Wow. <laughs> that, that is on just the off chance sure. that it's not real. Right, okay. Don't oh, let him down now. My fingers are crossed Don't for you. And they, they've now heard. So, you know, they've been told. Yeah. And as a little bit of a side note, I, I just wanted to say it on the podcast because I am super proud of it. Yesterday, I did a stream on Beat Saber over on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And Jamie decided to retweet my link that came up on Twitter and tag the Beat Saber developers saying, Have you seen this? Oh, and then Beatty, one of the development team, or as she is known on YouTube, Beat Saber official, not only decided to come into my stream meet all the tgf and start having a full-blown conversation with us all oh wow but sub to my channel as well <gasps> now you know how i fangirled over you dd <laughs> this is what he, it, yeah. he this is what he did he, he fanboyed oh. over them didn't you do you blame me no, I don't blame that is awesome they're only a small team and come on let's face it they could have gone to many many other different people rather than me yeah oh just not bothered at all but they chose to come and watch me that's amazing and i quote 
we came because Jammy asked us to and because Gangster is a very loyal Beat Saber player. Look at that. And I'm like, oh. well, yeah, because I genuinely believe it's the best VR game available. Bar none. It is the best one. And That's fantastic news. Well done. I am so, so buzzing about that. I, I just, I still can't believe it. I, I feel honoured and privileged. Now, the next one is, how do we feel about Ubisoft? I love Ubisoft. Yeah. Always out. Yeah. 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 I do think that I can't remember what it's called now. Rogue Company. I don't yeah. like the way that was done. That was Ubisoft. Yeah. But that was mainly because of the way that they set it up to earn money. It would take at least twenty two hours of solid gaming to earn enough of the credits that you could normally buy just so you can unlock the next character. And they were all OP as hell compared to the standard ones. That is, it threw me off, even though I liked the game in general. Well, now they are coming out with a game that no one knew about and no one asked for. They are trying to go into the COD market by releasing a free-to-play 6v6 shooter. Ooh, okay. I'll give it. A Not only that. But it takes place in the Tom Clancy universe. Ooh. It's called X Defiant. And it's an ability based game. So we're talking things like the Legends on Apex or the Black Ops 4, Black Ops 3. You know, where you have your own specific abilities to whichever character you're using. Oh, yeah. Nice. Now, there's a lot of people going, why? Why would you do this? But why not? There's another 50%, yeah, like you, saying, well, why not? It's free-to-play. Why not give it a try? They're trying to get into the free-to-play market. There's a lot more free-to-play games nowadays, and I think that's a good thing. I just hope they don't set it out in the same way they did with Roll Company. You've got to give them a chance, though. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Play it, like it, brilliant. If not, not for you. Move on. Yeah. Exactly. Now, here's, here's just a little bit of funny information that you might like. You might not. I don't, I don't know how you're going to take it, to be completely honest. But I thought it was quite noteworthy and it put a smile on my face because, yeah, you just know this modder is like 15. <laughs> there has been a group of modders and one in particular that has decided to mod Resident Evil 8. Oh, Lady no. uh, Demis, uh, Dimitri... Yeah. Uh, Dimit I don't know how to pronounce her name, yeah. but Lady D. Lady D. Uh, we all know that she is technically nine foot four inches tall. Very moderate. Height. She's yeah. got a very big behind and a big bosom. Well, one of the mothers has decided to remove all the clothing oh, no. from the top half of her body. Don't oh, so oh, now you can play a modded version of Resident Evil 8 where she's topless and she can also hit you with her bosom. You can, yeah, you can uh, tell that a teenager's done that, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just found it funny. have gone through the roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just th I just thought it was so funny. I like That's, that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do we think? Out of time, right? Yeah, I like that one. What do you think to modders though when it comes to games like this? 
I think they're fantastic. As long as like, the, the modders don't hurt people. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just make a laugh. Yeah, it's like big head mold, isn't it? Yeah. Back when yeah, we were kids and. Oh my goodness. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, <laughs> X, Y, X, Y. It's that kind of thing. And yeah. Then pop, big head mold. Yeah. Or paintball mold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you're talking about Goldeneye now. Yeah, paintball. Oh See, he knew the reference as well. What a game. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have a problem with modders. Not no, at all. They breathe life into things as well, yes. don't they? I mean, look at the modding community when it comes to games like Minecraft. Exactly. Mm, yeah, that's true, yeah. And I've got to admit, uh, Papastanimus, I'm going to give him a little mini shout out here because it was thanks to him that I found the 7th Heaven, he heaven mod modifications. Now, in case you don't know, that's Final Fantasy VII. The base in Midgar is called 7th Heaven and it's underneath a public house or a pub and it's called seventh heaven so these seventh heaven modders take the original final fantasy 7 game and have built it into a 3d model way before the remake was ever a thing oh wow and they've done so much even getting random people that they know in their personal lives to do the voice acting for it ah oh, fantastic and when I checked them out and I saw some gameplay of it, oh my god, the dedication it takes for people to do that is just immense. Mm. Yeah, hats off to them. Now, uh, one other bit of information, a bit more news, that I want to know how Didi feels about this because I'm, I'm fairly certain he's going to have played the original. There is rumours going around that Time Splitters is getting a remake. Did you ever play it? I'm just trying to think. I don't think I did. No. I did not. Was well, you called that one wrong, didn't you? Uh, it was... Yeah, I think it was PlayStation 2 at one point. Yeah, I didn't play that, unfortunately. There was Time Splitters 1 and 2. And what made it so great is even though there was only 10 different levels mm. the levels were all pretty big given the time yeah and not only that but there was also the time trials that you could do oh, lovely. as the name implies time travel is also a part of it so you could go from a big snowy dam to a mine carts and stuff like that in the next level and one of the main features that I always spent most of my time in is you had a level editor so you could actually build your own maps your own levels along with storylines even though it was quite basic then uh, storylines being like go here pick up that or pick mm. up a key take it to the relevant door that kind of thing Yeah. but I used to love creating levels and getting my mates around and saying try this <laughs> and it looks like it's actually Perfect. getting a remake and if it does this is going to be an iconic game in my personal opinion because it's going to be one of the very first first person shooters that is going to give control back to the player 
for creating their own maps again. What do we think? Never played it, so. Oh. But no, but you're suggesting it one one to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah, but what would you think to? You like your first-person shooters, don't you? You like cards, you like zombies. As as How would you feel you, about yeah. making your own maps? That would nah. be pretty exciting. Not, my, so. not, not my kind of thing. Even on uh, Sackboy. Little Big Planet? Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even do the... Nah, it's, I just play. I, I'm not that creative. DD? Yeah, I mean, that, that's exciting. Uh, especially, you make something custom. You know, so again, if you're a streamer, you make a custom level for your stream. Yeah. People are going to love that. And obviously, as you say, there's loads of modders and custom map builders anyway. It's, yeah, that's, that sounds like could be quite, quite, quite good fun. See, exactly. It'll be interesting to watch other people's levels. It's just, I find, I'll put a block down and get a block down. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole point back then, we had memory cards. Yeah. And it was one of those where it'd take a full memory card <laughs> to save one map or maybe two. Yeah. So it was a lot of memory to use. But at the same time, nowadays we have a whole lot more memory and there's no memory cards. So I could see people uploading it in the same way they do for Dreams or Little Big Planet. And uploading it to the cloud for everyone to play and I think that could grow a massive community of really talented people who can build new maps and new storylines within a game that's already existing yeah I do think it's a good idea yeah so, definitely oh, looking forward to that right well the last story of the day DD there is another DD on the block. <laughs> what? How rude. What? Not donut damage, but <gasps> Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, all right. we'll, we'll let you off then. You Dungeons off. and Dragons is getting a new game called Dark Alliance. They've just released a teaser tra trailer, and it's a cinem cinematic one. But I've got to admit, it looks pretty good. It's got quite a, a fair bit of humour in it. And it looks like high-paced combat. Now, given from what I've seen in the cinematic trailer, I'm guessing, again, it's going to be ability-based with, the, well, whatever race you pick. I saw an elf in there. I saw a knight in there. I saw a dwarf in there. The dwarf was actually really funny. But I will let you see the teaser trailer first before I tell you what happens. And I don't... I'm not so sure. I quite like the look of it interesting i mean that could be that could be good but how would the real dungeons and dragons players feel about that yeah exactly because it's all strategic and stuff mm. now i don't know what kind of game it's going to be it's very hard to tell from a cinematic trailer if it's going to be first person third person turn based or whatever but i think with it being dungeons and dragons it would have to be some kind of turn-based combat it should yeah. be yeah yeah like a grid farm where you've got a big castle or something and like yeah XCOM. there's gonna be a lot of yeah a bit like XCOM and XCOM was a great game it really was 
very good strategical turn-based game. That could be quite exciting then. When does that come out? Uh, no actual confirmed date so far, but apparently there is going to be more information again at EA Play. Tease. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of decent stuff being sort of teased for EA Play. It's going to be a good one this year, I think. I don't know. Are we going to be watching? Yes. Well, I'm not mean you are. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will definitely try and watch. I, guess, I assume it's just available online, right? Yeah, online, uh, YouTube, so on Twitch. Twitch. Streaming it on Twitch, aren't I? Oh, yeah. perfect. I know the Twitch website. I can get it there. Yeah, I've already got it uh, set for the premiere on YouTube. So, yeah. Now we've come to that point of the podcast. It's been really fun getting to know you, DD. I've got to say. It's been a pleasure speaking to you both. It's been a really good laugh. And <laughs> fangirling. Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. You've gone quiet for most of it. It's because I'm Don't do You've been <laughs> nervous, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. She's been. Do you know? I'll, here's the perfect. Here's the perfect analogy, Bella. Are you ready? Go do you on. remember seeing, say, whether it was your sister or just you've seen clips on TV or YouTube or anything, when you see a little girl sat cross-legged looking up at a TV screen? <laughs> yeah. That's been Pixie <laughs> listening to you. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. I, I am very flattered. Thank you. Now we have come to the end of the podcast, but arguably one of the most important parts of the podcast as well. Yes. The shout outs. Indeed. So, my darling Pixie, who is your shout out this week? Redundant. Redundant? Redundant. Big, big red. Yes. I do not blame you at all. Guys, if you haven't checked him out, he's a really good, genuine bloke. Go on to Twitch and just search Redandan, R-E-D-A-N-A-N-T. That's it. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, he really is. Tells it like it is, like you guys. Tells it like it is, and I love that. I love that about him. Yeah. Well done, Red, mate. Keep it up, mate. Seriously. He's, he's the up. TGF bro. He is. He's a TGF yeah. bro. And he's. I, I, I just like people like me in this in one way. If you've ever watched the program Lie to Me, and there they call it Radical Honesty. <laughs> I love that. I Because I don't give a shit if you look at me wrong. You might. I've gone up against people who look at me like I've just asked them to go down a hill made of sandpaper while completely naked. <laughs> and I don't care. I do not care. If you don't want to know the answer, don't ask me. Because I will be brutally honest. And Fair. with that said, you would not believe this shit that I keep to myself. So. <laughs> and that's what Red's like. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly what he is like. This is why me, Pixie, and everyone else in the TGF really like him. Because it's 
I think the personality is matter of fact. Yeah. Matter of fact personality is like, well, yeah, and what? Yeah, I love that. I love it. You and always know where you stand with people like with Andy. No, I want to know Dee Dee's first. Oh, okay. Um, am I allowed to get in too quick? Because it's you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, the first one is going to be Viral Z. Uh, and what a genuine streamer again. Uh, and he's, he's, he's actually really entertaining. Like, really funny. And anything he doesn't know about Skyrim isn't worth knowing. <laughs> I like you already. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, Viral Z, really good guy. We really will link. Guy. You can do links. And if yeah. you just wanna, if you just wanna relax with one of the most beautiful voices you've ever heard, go check him out. Something. Well, for me. Hang on, you said there were two. I, yeah, can I, can I get? Can I <laughs> oh, I thought. Sorry, I thought there was one. Go on. Sorry, sorry. Um, and the other one really deserves this shout out because not only is he a really great player, he is such a nice human being. I've never met him before in person, only on stream, and talked to him obviously on voice comms. But TJTC, what a lovely, TJ, yeah. lovely man. Teej, my Teej. Yes. What what a Warzone player as well, oh my goodness. He's a gorgeous man, people. So, seriously, give him some love because he is really good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, <coughs> 100%. Now, my shout-out is not going to be someone that you can go and check out. Ooh. It's just going to be a shout-out to someone I believe to be a genuinely nice guy and who I'm proud to call my friend. Is it Bernard from the shop? No. Oh. <laughs> He's called Crazy Train. Oh, Crazy Train. Crazy Train. He is a guru when it comes to Destiny. And the amount of times that I've played with him and we've just we've not really been playing. We've just been <coughs> pardon me. We've just been playing and chatting. Setting the worlds to rights. I have known And it's crazy just so train. natural. I have known the crazy train a hell of a lot longer than what I have known you. Yes. And he has always been a legendary. A legendary, yes. Yeah. Like. Yes, he is a true 100% legend. He is in the Discord if any of you wants to go and have a chat with him. Yes, he is in the TGF Discord. He just does not stream. Oh, fair enough. Now, that's it, my friends. We are done for episode four. It's been an absolute pleasure yet again i really enjoy doing these podcasts as you can probably tell no if we you... wouldn't have guessed what really <laughs> i thought it was obvious <laughs> to me it looks like it's an effort for you it's like, oh god again. oh it's like i've just got my report and on the bottom it says must try harder yeah Ooh, in red works. pen yeah if you paid attention Keep it up, <laughs> all he needs to do is pay attention and engage with the teachers and he could go far that's the one <laughs> but anyway guys if you like it you know what to do hit follow and that way you will know every single time a new podcast becomes live i try and upload them every single wednesday the first 10 episodes are going to be one guest and then hopefully for the second 10 episodes of this series 
it's going to be double guests so two people and then me and pixie as well i would love it if you could stop by and of course if you want to be featured in this podcast either as a guest or just to ask something to myself pixie or any guest that we have got on that week then please by all means email me at wertgf at gmail.com it's that simple and that's pretty much it thank you so much for everybody who is listening to this i really do appreciate each and every one of you if you have got some kind of sponsor you know where to come yeah hint, yeah hint. yeah hint, hint. <laughs> we haven't got a sponsor yet you could be the first you never know hey. <laughs> I, I am gonna say it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for joining us oh, dd thank you for having me seriously that means a lot thank you and keep up yes. the good work seriously just... is there anything you want to say my friend uh thank you uh i hope everyone stays positive and uh that's my motto really make yourself happy you only get one life as long as you don't intentionally make anyone miserable physically mentally emotionally make yourself happy exactly i think that's brilliant advice to live by yes exactly now until next time my friends we are all going to bid you a fond farewell and we the tgf are going to say i'll see you in the next one doodles bye